Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. All right, everyone, we welcome you back to our Wednesday podcast. We call it Retirement in Action. I'm Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq is along with me as well as our Chief Operating Officer, Morgan Dunn. And what we've been doing for the last couple of weeks is we've taken you through a role play of what it would be like on a first appointment if you were to be meeting with someone like Merce and I as um, financial planners to helping someone think about get ready for retirement. We introduced you to the role play uh, that Morgan was doing of she played is playing Marianne and uh, we've taken you through a whole process in, a, in the first one of this series uh, it was like a first appointment then in the second one part two that you heard last week we took you through here, we, we've got everything over into this program, uh, this software program, and we took her through the numbers. And pretty much her situation looked pretty good. It gave her the confidence to know, I think I can make this. And we left you uh, last week saying that what we're gonna do here in part three is two things. Number one, we're gonna take you through a couple of quick what ifs. A uh, couple of things that Marianne has on her mind. She wants to know what that's going to look like. How does it affect her numbers? Because they're concerns of hers. And then we're going to transition and we're going to talk to her about her risk viewpoint, her risk tolerance. And we're going to do it in a way that you probably have never heard before because a lot of times risk tolerance is looked at a little bit different. And we'll set that up as we get to there. But we're going to bring everything right back into where we are. So imagine you're still sitting there having this conversation. Uh, with the, with a financial planner focused on retirement, and so Marianne, if we could, we what is your what if that you have going on in your mind right now? Well, I think my biggest what if being what if I need long term care? I certainly don't want to be a burden on my children. How do I go about arranging that or planning for that cost? Okay, good. So um, that is a a question, by the way, that is a very common question. Um, a lot of folks are concerned about that, and the statistics are uh, pretty high that we will need some form of long-term care. Now, that could be in a couple different ways. That could be assisted living, and it could be a nursing home scenario. Mm -hmm. so what we're going to do is we're going to help you build this out. So, with the software program, and I, we know everyone can't see it, but we just want you to understand what we're doing is we're going to go in and we're going to build out a what if. Now, to take your mind back when we left you, um, we had done a, a little bit of a scenario of what if Marianne doesn't need as much money to live on. Uh, we also did a scenario of um, what if she only earned 5%. So we've taken everything back to where we were originally. So a 6% rate of return, but we actually said, Marianne, let's go ahead and pretend that you're gonna need the total amount of income that you said you didn't think you were gonna need originally. Let's go ahead and put it back. So we're back at about the $8,600 a month of spending. So we've got everything back there. And if you remember, just a little over $2 million would be left at age 90. 
And so what we're going to do now is go in and say, what if you have a long-term care scenario? Now, let me walk you through these numbers. Now, we have a lot of data uh, within our system to talk about what actual nursing home care is. Now, in North Carolina, the average nursing home expense is about $7,600 a month. If you look at it nationally, it's $8,500 a month. But there's some different areas in the country that it's pretty high. So for example, if you live in Hawaii, everybody wants to live in Hawaii, I'm sure, $13,000 a month. So you just don't want to go into long-term care in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. You want to be active when you're in, in, uh, in long-term care there. And there's a few places, um, Alaska, for whatever reason, I guess they don't have a lot of facilities, that's 30,000. So don't go, to, don't go to Alaska, don't go to Hawaii for long-term care. Uh, Connecticut's 13,9. So North Carolina is pretty good at 7,600, all right? So we're going to use that because that's where we are uh, airing this, but we can always adjust them no matter where you are, no matter where you live. So now, here's some numbers that we're going to say. So we've got 7,600 is your current long-term care expense if you went into a nursing home right now. But we don't expect Marianne going into a nursing home right now. But what we're going to do is say, let's just do a what if. We, we, we're just going to say, what if it happens at age 80? Now, again, for this conversation, there's a, a difference between nursing home care and assisted living. So by the time we get to nursing home care, usually or statistically, the, the stay is not that long. Statistically, it's a little less than three years. Now, you might have been in assisted living for a few years prior to that, but that expense is not the expense that we're so worried about. It's the it's the nursing home care that really gets the number up there. Most mm -hmm. people, even Marianne, in her numbers, could afford to live in an assisted living with just her normal income. That it, so it really wouldn't change anything uh, in that whole picture. Nursing home care, different. So again, we're going to say she goes in at age 80. Now here's the scary part of the number as well. Nursing home expense is growing going up by over 4% a year on average. That means by the time Marianne is 80 years old, her North Carolina expense that today is 7,600 will be $17,782 a month by the time Marianne's 80. That means if she goes into a nursing home for three years, it's going to cost about $676,000. So it is something, Marianne's what if is a very legitimate what if. Now, let me just kind of take you through the numbers. So what, what we do is, is we go down and in the spreadsheet, it says, okay, Marianne has $3,200 a month coming in. That's her social security. But she has a monthly expense now of that 17,682. So when we look at all that, she has a pretty hefty amount coming out. Now, when she goes into the nursing home, she actually has a little over $2 million. Now, what we're going to assume is Marianne's in the nursing home for three years, and at the end of the third year, she dies. At that point, she still got $1,335,000 left. So in this what if, if we're having a conversation with you, Marianne, we say basically you were able to pay all of your long-term care expense, and you still had money left over. And that's usually the question people have, Marianne, is they want to know, did I have enough in assets? Now, the question may be, what if I want to insure some of that long-term care expense or exposure? Now, in this little exercise, if it's only three years, you can self-insure. But what if it's four, five, or six years? 
Now that what if might be a little bit scary. So what some folks will do is they will ensure that extra piece. Now that's a conversation we can have on a whole separate meeting, a whole separate situation. At this point though, we think that, hey, we're okay if we kind of stay within the statistics, but it might be that you want to consider something like long-term care insurance in some way. And there's a multiple of ways. In fact, that whole topic could be an entire show by itself is to say, how do we deal with long-term care? So we'll do that a different day. So what's your next what if, Marianne? going to say, what if on the flip side, a little bit morbid maybe, but what if I, what if I die before 90? What's going to happen with that? How do I plan for that? Okay. So now in this kind of conversation, what we would do is we will walk you through Marianne and say, okay, what are your, we know that you've got uh, your children um, and you've got, uh, what is it? Two children. And then you've got two grandchildren. So let me ask you this. Have you thought through, do you want the money to go directly to your children or would you like it to be to your children and grandchildren or just to your grandchildren? Have you thought that through at all? I would like to see all of them receive my money. Okay, so basically what we do is, is, is we go back and we look at uh, scenario here. Let me go back, yeah. So what we do is we simply, this is super easy in this type of situation, I say easy, is if we just look and say, what if you died early? So in a planning process here, if we, let's just say 75. So at age 75, you've got, um, $2,250,000. Now, the reason why we like for you to take think about this is we want you to say, okay, I need to have a good estate plan in place. This is not something that is a small number. So, what we would encourage you to do, Marianne, is what we would do is over the course of the first year of a person becoming a client is we handle extra things. One of those extra things that we handle is the estate plan. So, you want to have two major things in place. One is all your beneficiary designations filled out correctly. And then the second thing would be to have a basic will. That's necessary. You need to have a basic will. You might need a trust, but we know you need a will. You also need a healthcare and a durable power of attorney. Now, what we would do is, is then we would talk through how do you wanna have that split up? So to answer the question, what would happen if you died early? If you have all the documents in place, everything you wish to happen will happen the way it's supposed to. It will not happen if we don't have all those things put in place ahead of time. Right. So we wanna make sure, and by the way, what we don't know is, is that one of your children, the one who doesn't have children now might have children, or the people who have children now might have another one. They may have said they're not gonna have another one, but we, we know how that happens. <laughs> we, we can actually put things in place to make sure that if future children are born, they will be taken care of as well, or at least they'll get a part of the inheritance. That sound okay? Yeah, that's good to hear. All right. So just a couple of quick what ifs. We're now going to quickly transition over into the risk conversation. And so Mercer is going to take over and we're going to just let you know that uh, all of these shows are also on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube and you search secure your retirement or uh, our names, Raiden Stancil, Merce Tariq, you'll be able to find the show. We're actually going to share a screen right now that's going to take you through uh, what this looks like uh, if we were to actually talk about uh, this with a person in the office. And this is what we would use even if we were doing a Zoom meeting or anything else with the client or a potential client and helping them to think through their risk tolerance. Now, Merce is going to take the lead on this, but what's different about this approach on risk tolerance is that it's not question-based. A lot of risk tolerance questionnaires are question-based and they ask how people view risk in a 
and I don't know, in a holistic lifestyle approach. This is pure numbers. So what are you willing to lose in order to make money? And that's kind of the comment so, or promise, premise on this. So Merce, can you can take over. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Yeah, so like Raiden said, this is very numbers-based, and it's all about what we're trying to do here is get a good gauge as to what your gut is telling you, because ultimately, that's, that's how you feel about risk, is whether or not you can handle it. We need to get a good gauge on that so that we can ultimately construct a, an investment portfolio that matches up with that, so there are um, good expectations and everything like that. So I like to kind of compare this whole scenario to, well whenever you go into an, uh, to go to visit the eye doctor to get your eyes checked and they put this thing in front of your face and they basically say, which one looks better? Is it A or is it B? And they go back and forth quite a bit and eventually you land on one. We're going to do something very similar. The only difference is we're talking about actual dollars. So Marianne, what we're going to do here is we're going to say over the next six months and every question is over the next six months, how does this make you feel A or B? All right, and we have applied your dollars. So for based on the previous, um, our, our get togethers and everything, we know that you have about $1.6 million. And so what we're gonna say is over the next six months, how does that make you feel? And the first question is, it, it basically takes us to a default setting. So it says 18%. Over the next six months, you have an equal chance of earning 18% on your 1.6, which is about $290,000, but realize that you also have an equal chance to lose that exact same amount, $290,000. So how does that make you feel from an initial gut reaction? And what you, if you're not, if you can't see the screen, what we have here is a slide rule that uh, Marianne has the ability to kind of give us a gauge as to where, where she thinks she fits. Yeah. So I'm definitely not comfortable with 18%, which is 290,000. Okay. So what we've done here is we've moved it down to about 10%. So 10% on that 1.6 equal chance of either direction happening of gaining or losing. It's about $164,000. How does that make you feel, Marianne? That's still a little bit too much for me. A little bit too much. All right, so now we're dialing it back to about 7%. So 7% on your 1.6 million is about $107,000. How does that make you feel? Is that getting closer? Yes, that's more comfortable. Okay, so now we've got ourselves a little baseline and we're gonna move to the next screen. The next screen is basically where that eye doctor comes in and he says, okay, which one do we like better now that we have a baseline of vision? All right, so in the middle, we have our original choice, which is Marianne thinks she's comfortable in that 7% window, which is about $107,000 gain or loss. Now I'm going to take you over to the right side. The right side says, well, I'm pretty comfortable with that 7% downside threshold of $107,000, but what if 
I could earn a little bit more, earn a little bit more than that 7% on the upside. And that's basically saying 11% or $178,000. So that's your right side option. The left side option is saying, well, you know, that 7% downside, it was still a little bit on the uh, shaky to me. What if I could reduce that risk even more, but still maintain that 7% on the upside? So what if I could take my 7% downside from down from seven to a negative 4% threshold at around $60,000? So Marianne, which one looks better to you, reducing the risk even more or gaining more reward on the right side? I think reducing the risk more. Reducing the risk more. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to be nitpicky and we're going to do it again. So if you remember, your original said, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with that 7%. Now we just said, well, I would like to reduce the risk a little bit. So we're down to that negative 4% threshold on the downside. And now we can ask the question again, how do we feel about reducing risk again? Now, if we reduce risk again, we also have to reduce our potential to earn on the upside. So right now we're set at earning 7 and a downside of four, if we reduce risk again, we get it down to a negative 1% or 22,000 on your 1.6, but we also have to reduce the upside some, uh, reducing it to about a 3% upside. Which one makes you feel better, the left or the middle? I think the middle is where I'm, I'm most comfortable. The middle. So we're dialing it in pretty good here. It's going to ask it one more time, and it's just a little bit different here. We're going to reduce, we have the option to reduce risk again, but not nearly as much as the last scenario. So from that negative 4%, just down a little bit to the negative 3%, which downside makes you feel more comfortable? I'm comfortable with the 4%. So we're going to stay where we are. So what this tells us basically is that Marianne really has a, a downside and we focus on the downside threshold because what we care about is making sure that when, if Marianne ever comes into our office, Mary, if you ever come into our office, Marianne, we care that, you know, everything is lining up to how you feel about risk. And so we pinpointed that your downside risk in a six month window is around a 4% downside. So if you take that out to a year, you're, you can handle about 8% on the downside in a given year. So now our job is we've done a few things. We've, you know, we've walked through the income plan and we understand how your cash flows are gonna work. We've run through some what ifs as far as long-term care or, or um, dying earlier than expected and making sure the estate plan is in order. And now we've taken you through basically understanding how you feel about risk. So now Raiden and I, our job is to come up with a plan that's gonna match up with that, an investment philosophy that's gonna match up with that negative four downside on the, on, in a six month window or a negative eight in a given year. And so that's our job is to kind of piece that together and then bring it back to you and say, well, here's what we've come up with. How do we feel about all this going together? Yeah. So what we're trying to do also is to make sure that we look at all different types of investments. So the way this would normally work, if we had Marianne uh, here with us at this point in the office and, and we were, this was a real type of meeting, what we would do at this point is say, okay, here's what we'd like to do. What we want to do is put together some ideas investment strategy ideas and look at different portfolios, mixes that give certain types of risk tolerance and then maybe certain types of uh, income type investments that, that give her income she needs and marry that together so that we could come up with a strategy that would make Marianne comfortable. And that comfortable means we need to have something in place that's going to help her be protected so that she doesn't see much more than about a 4% threshold. Cause we, Merce and I do not want to sit down with Marianne and, uh, 
and, and have to talk to her about losing 10 or 12% when she was very clear with us that 4% was really her threshold. So we have a whole process of how we do that. Uh, so that's, again, a whole different show, a whole different thing that we can go through as far as the uh, things in the future. But for now, what we really want you to understand is, is that there is a process to go through and build an income plan. We believe that is the number one thing somebody needs when they are thinking about retirement. And then the second thing is making sure you understand your risk tolerance from the perspective of how much money, at what point, if you were to have losses in your portfolio, would you go, I can't sleep at night. It's bothering me too much. I can't handle it. And that's two things that are extremely important because what we want is if Marianne becomes a client or any any client we have or anybody who ever becomes our client is we want to be able to know that every time we talk to them on the phone, every time we have a Zoom meeting, every time we are sitting in the office with them, that they're happy. And the only way they're going to be happy is if we're super clear on those objectives. So again, thank you very much, Marianne. I know we went through uh, again, numbers, I think I said this last time, if you want more information, we do offer a small, uh, what we call a mini video series or course. It's called Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. You can get access to that at our website, pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. You can get it for free. You're never asked for any money out of that uh, uh, video series. So please do that if you'd like. But thank you very much, Morgan. We appreciate you being on here and being our Marianne. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.